Hey friend, we're Lisa Lord and Sarah Jacobson, and this is the Christian Business Breakdown, a podcast for faith-led business owners to start, build, and scale their business, all without second-guessing their every move. We're former teachers turned business owners who finally broke down and let go of trying to run our businesses the way everyone said we should. If you're ready to become the expert in your business and stop trying to do all the things, we've got you covered. You can start with Sarah or level up with Lisa all right here on this one podcast. It's time to set aside your never-ending to-do list, pop in your earbuds, take a deep breath, and join us each week. We equip you with the tools and skills you need to be an empowered CEO, discerning the best strategies to maximize impact and income for your unique business. And we even have a little fun along the way. We love practical business strategies, Jesus, and keeping it real. It's time to break it down. Before we begin today's episode, I want to extend a special invitation to you, our listeners. This summer, Lisa and I are taking a group of women who are either in the startup phase or in the level up phase of their business away to the Colorado mountains to enjoy a weekend to help make it happen. In our businesses, as you've heard on the Christian Business Breakdown, there are a lot of times where we are distracted, where we just can't get into the deep work, or we're just hitting a wall where we just can't break through to the other side. Well, it's time to ditch that way of thinking and really make it happen this summer. It's almost halfway through 2023, and we want to help you be able to reach your goals for the rest of 2023 and beyond. For four days, we will be spending time together working, overcoming challenges, encouraging one another, praying, and spending time devoted specifically to our business. This isn't really a retreat. It's not a getaway to relax and unwind. It is a weekend to make it happen in your business. Our spots are filling up and we want you to join us. Click the link in the show notes and sign up today. Now on with the show. A number of years ago, I did a walk for breast cancer that was 23.2 miles. Yes, that is a marathon the first day. And then 13.1 miles the next day, which is a half marathon. Dang, that's a lot of walking. (laughs) It was a lot of walking. And it was in the mountains of Colorado, which I love. It's beautiful, but it was at altitude. And if you know Colorado, um, it was walking from Keystone to Copper Mountain and then back to Frisco. And then the second day, it was walking from... Frisco to Breckenridge. And I think when they set up this walk, they thought, oh, it will be beautiful and it will be 70 degrees and people will just have this lovely day walking through the mountains. But on that first day of doing this walk with my friend, the temperatures were so hot that the backs of our calves were burning from the asphalt. Like the asphalt was so hot, it was burning our calf muscles. That is hot, especially for Colorado. It was so hot hot. And my friend and I, we we had trained and we were in good shape, but we just didn't know if we were going to be able to finish. It was like lunchtime and we're like, I don't know if I can do this. I remember texting my husband and like, please pray because it was just so rough. I literally had blisters between my toes. Like they had rubbed Ooh. together and formed blisters. Yikes. And the last few miles as we were coming in, because you actually camp in a tent um, at Frisco High School or Middle School. And as we were approaching the last few miles, it was miserable. And there were all these people from town lined up on the sides and they kept telling us and yelling and like they had all these bells and stuff. You're almost there. It's only another mile. And I just remember being so angry because it felt like such an eternity from where I was in that moment to where I had to go to finish. Like, yes, it was another mile, but 
that's a whole stinking other mile that I still have to walk. And it really just felt easier to quit and be like, I'm done right here on the side of the road. I'm done. Yeah. When you're walking one more mile is like another 15 to 18 minutes, depending on how fast you're walking. So it's not like five more minutes and you're there. It's like another half an hour and you're there. So yeah, I can see how that would have been not as encouraging as you would hope. And I just feel like that's, that is the way running a business. It's kind of like that. We're always focused on where we still have to go and it feels so overwhelming. That finish line feels so far off in the distance that it doesn't even seem possible and it just feels easier to quit. Like I'm not a quitter, but this is just too hard. The finish line is too far away. I'm done. And one thing I've learned about business is that you're never done. Like you never arrive and you're like, sweet, done. I'm off. I'm done. So it is really like a marathon that kind of never ends. And that can be really, really disheartening. But here's what I realized. And here's here's what I almost missed in, in doing that race. Well, it wasn't a race. It was just a walk to finish. But what I almost missed was we can be so focused on what's ahead of us that I still have another mile to go, that my feet are burning, my legs are on fire that we forget where we came from. We forget about all the things that we've already accomplished because like you said in business especially there's never really a finish line. Mm-hmm. We're we're still work on this. It's like our Christian faith. We're never done. We right. we keep doing this until the day we die. So what I have found is that we need to pause and take a moment to look back at how far we've come and celebrate how far we've come. Because that is what gives us the motivation to keep going. When I when I only focused on I still have a mile to go and I'm about to fall over, I want to quit. But when I focus and I look back and I say, I've already done 22 miles, what's one more? Mm-hmm. Then I get more motivated. I don't want to quit because I've already done 22 stinking miles. I'm not going to quit this close to the finish line. And and I am proud to say that my friend and I, we did finish that marathon that day. We slept in a pink tent overnight, literally on the ground. We got up the next morning and we walked a half marathon and we finished the next day. So we did it because we realized how far we've come and we want to get to that finish line. And that's really what we're talking about today is how do we celebrate everything we've already done? Because that's what motivates us to keep going. Celebrating is so key. And it's something we forget to do, especially in business, when you're in the grind, when you feel like you're, you haven't accomplished anything, when you feel like a failure, when you feel like you have so far to go, it's something that we don't think about doing, but it is something that is so important. There's a lot to unpack with this. Which I'm so yes. I'm so excited that we're talking about this today because I, I have a lot of feelings on this. So yes, here yes. We go. And I have to say, just a selfish plug, the reason we're talking about this today is because it's my birthday. And I think sometimes as we get older, we want to avoid celebrating our birthday, but I love taking my birthday and just looking back at the last year where God has been faithful, how he's been relentless in pursuing me. And so we can celebrate our birthday with excitement and with pride because we can look back and see everything that God has done for us in the last year. And that is really why we celebrate, to see where we've come from so that we can keep going. The other thing is I was doing a little bit of research this week on why why do we celebrate? Why is this so important? And we celebrate in our business especially and in our lives for our birthdays to give ourselves 
a flash of dopamine. We get a lot of dopamine in our lives from things like checking our phones or going into Facebook and seeing we have notifications or going into Instagram and seeing we've gotten a DM from someone because it makes us feel good. But the reality is those kinds of dopamine flashes don't last long. They're not long lasting and they aren't actually motivational for our behavior. So we get those hits all day long, but they're more like a sugar high that then they burn off. And so we celebrate to give ourselves a long lasting hit of dopamine that actually encourages us to do good behavior. And so you keep going. That's right. So that's right. Yeah, I mean, I can get, oh, great. I got 10 new followers on Instagram, but I'm quickly have forgotten that when I'm like, oh, but I'm not as far as I want to be and, you know, all right. that stuff. But instead of celebrating something that's a really big milestone that you've been working towards, that is more long lasting and that's a little bit healthier way to celebrate. The healthy doses of dopamine tell our bodies and our brains, this is good. What I'm doing is good. And I want to keep doing this. And I don't want to keep having an unhealthy relationship with Instagram and how many followers I have. I want to celebrate the good things that actually help motivate me and help me focus on where I want to go to get towards whatever finish line I'm working towards. First of all, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And second of all, that's a great accomplishment of doing that that walk. That was a big, big deal. And at the end, it deserves to be celebrated. And we need to Mm -hmm. be doing that in our business. So let's talk about how we do that. And you want to, and we want to talk about how we celebrate, but we also want to know why we celebrate and we celebrate so that we can keep going in our business when those times are rough. When you get to mile 22 and you're ready to quit and you've got blisters between your toes, you're celebrating all along the way so that you have a way in your mind to keep going and to stay motivated. And so the other part besides knowing why we celebrate is what do we celebrate? Because I think that's the question is like, we all say, oh, yes, we love to celebrate. That's why birthdays are easy because we just we celebrate it every year on the same day. We celebrate Christmas every year on the same day. But what do we celebrate in our business is like, how do we decide this? And so my rule of thumb for celebrating in our business is we celebrate tasks that are new, that we've learned how to do, and we celebrate things that are big. This is something funny that Sarah and I talked about recently in that we were both feeling this grind of, of the podcast and we've been doing this for a while now and it, it's it been great. We It's been successful. It's been an awesome thing. We've loved doing it, but it is a lot of work. And sometimes it feels a little bit overwhelming. And then Sarah boxed me the other day and she was like, Lisa, we have done this for three months. We've done this for more than three months. We've done it for a whole quarter. We have done the work. We've done the episodes. We've been consistent. They've been, you know, good quality. And we forgot to celebrate it. And that's a big deal. It's something that we feel we should feel really good about. We did something. We set out to do it and we did it. Are we done yet? No, because we're hoping to continue this podcast for a long time, but we need to stop and celebrate because it does help you to continue to keep moving forward. It wasn't like we went out to dinner or had this big party. It was just a moment to pause and to celebrate that accomplishment of hitting 90 days in our podcast, getting past the podcast fade that often happens after eight episodes. You know, here we are recording episode number 24 um, and, and doing it like we're doing what we said we wanted to do. And just taking that moment to celebrate that and to thank God for being able to do that. And so the other thing that I encourage you to celebrate are tasks that are new. And so, for example, when my kids were younger, like really young, um, I paid them a quarter 
to put away their laundry when they were like two years old because I didn't really care about being folded. I just wanted it to be put away. And so I taught them how to put their shorts in their shorts drawer, how to put their shirts, you know, in the hang. I taught them how to hang up their shirts and I would pay them a quarter to do it because it was very, very motivating for them. But then once they knew how to fold the laundry or to at least put it away in their drawers, I didn't pay them for that anymore because they knew how to do it. They didn't need to be motivated to do it. They just knew how to do it and they could put their laundry away. So that's why I encourage you to celebrate those new tasks in your business. And then once you've got it into that rhythm, like, okay, now I'm posting on social media every day. I have that as part of my rhythm. I don't have to celebrate that anymore because it just becomes a part of who I am. And so what are those new tasks that you're doing in your business that need to be celebrated? Do you think I could pay my teenagers to put away their laundry? (laughs) I don't know. Good luck with that. (laughs) I'm just happy mine do their own laundry now and I have to let it go that they don't actually put it away. They just like dress themselves from their laundry basket. (laughs) Same, same. But it it is something you celebrated it now they do their own laundry, which is is beautiful. But yeah, I love that idea of doing something new. And sometimes – Sometimes people get stuck in this that they're constantly celebrating themselves of doing Uh this task. And it's like, okay, now that you've accomplished that task, you need to move on and celebrate something big. So that's that's the other half of this, celebrating something new and then celebrating something big. Like for us, that was starting – first of all, starting the podcast was like a huge thing. That was a new thing that we were doing. Now that we're into it, it's like, okay – this is a big deal. We've been doing this for, you know, four or five months now and we're being consistent and we're doing all the things that we should be doing. We need to stop and celebrate that big thing that we've accomplished. And maybe once it's like we get to episode number 100, that's another big one that we're going to celebrate or something like that. And you get to define what's big in your business. Don't compare to other people. You know, you might say, well, I'm going to wait until I'm making X amount of money a month in my business. Well, you're comparing to someone else. That's not where you are. So celebrate what's big for you. So for example, for us, we celebrate any time that our boys, they are now 12 and 14. This summer, they'll be 13 and 15. Anytime they make a goal in soccer. They play competitive soccer. My my um, son, oldest son, plays for his high school on the varsity team. But the positions that they play in soccer, I know most people don't know a lot about soccer, but um, the positions that my boys play in particular don't allow for goals very often. Not all players on the field are in position to, to make that goal. But when they do, we get ice cream. That's like our big celebration for them. It's been a tradition since they were like four years old. And what's fun about that is that all the parents on the team know that's what we do. Because when our boys get a goal, we're yelling on the sidelines, we're getting ice cream. (laughs) And like, it doesn't matter if it's 30 degrees outside or if it's 90 degrees, like we're getting ice cream to celebrate that goal. And the other thing that is really fun is I've had other parents tell me we get ice cream now too. So like our, that celebrating on the sidelines not only has encouraged my own boys, but it's encouraged other people too. And so you, your, your joy and your celebration can kind of bleed over into other people, which I think is super, super fun. And it's just a, a matter of figuring out what those things are. And for you, yeah. it is something that's it's now, if your kids played offense in soccer and they scored right. every game, no, right. Then, then no. you, then that loses its specialness, right? Right. Um, and we we do this a lot. We sell. We tend to celebrate our kids really well. But and you know, even like your anniversary, when you have your anniversary and you go out and celebrate, you have dinner together and you go on a date or whatever. That's a great way of celebrating your love, your marriage, your, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. So we we do have those things in our lives. But we 
they're harder for our business because there's no like yeah. concrete thing. And oftentimes we're an entrepreneur, we're a solopreneur, we're, we're on our own in your business. And so we need to set those things up and, and really celebrate those things really well. Maybe you celebrate every year when you renew your LLC or your, you know, whatever you've registered with the state. And maybe you just make that, mine is in February every year. And maybe you just make that a point in the year where it's like, I'm going to celebrate. I made it another year in my business and I think it's worthwhile to renew my business license. Yeah. So that you just have this marker in your, it's like your business birthday um, and you're celebrating it. So yeah, you get to decide what's new and what's big in your business. And that might look like, you know, getting a Dr. Pepper in my case. Be like, you know what? I'm going to Sonic. I'm getting a Dr. Pepper. I'm going to celebrate that I have been in business for 12 years now. And that's that's a huge big deal. Or it might just be like, hey, I'm going to post this on Instagram or I'm going to I'm gonna give away a Starbucks card to a follower because I'm I'm excited about it and I'm celebrating it. The hard part about some of this, and we haven't talked about this yet, is that sometimes it can be really hard to celebrate ourselves because it feels braggy. Mm-hmm. It feels braggy. And, and therefore, oftentimes as a business owner and as a Christian, we don't like to feel like we're bragging and that we're prideful in things. And so we shy away from that sometimes. But the times that I have celebrated myself of like, hey, I got published in a magazine. This is the first time I've been published in a magazine. I've been in business for 10 years. This is super exciting. And that was a huge thing for me. And I I put it out there and people wanted to celebrate me. And it was it was great. Mm-hmm. It felt really good. And it was something that deserved to be celebrated. So there's a lot to unpack around that. But I just want to put that out there. That is something that people struggle with. There is. And I, I guess the question that I would ask is, what's my motivation? Yes. Your motivation was you were super excited about something that was really, truly amazing. And you wanted people to be able to celebrate with you because to some extent, these people who have followed you and been with you in business the last 10 years, they've helped you get to that point. They're invested. They're invested. And so I think that's the question that I have to ask is, am I I posting this on social media because I want to brag and I, I want people to like see me? Or do I want to celebrate what God has done through me and through my business? And so kind of checking your heart yep. and what your motivation is can really help you be able to to celebrate well and know that you're doing it from a place of fun and celebration versus I'm just bragging because I think I'm better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we really do need to celebrate. And, and so how do we do that? And that is something that's very unique and individual to you because what's important to you might not be important to someone else. Um, but here are a few examples that I came up with. And maybe Lisa, you have some more. Celebrating can look like just, not just, but praying to God and thanking him because we aren't in our business on our own power, we're here because God put us here and God did the work through us. And so we can thank him. I, v- I venture to say that should be a part of every celebration. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Standard. Yes. The other thing is you can just text a friend or Lisa and I Voxer and we just have a moment celebrating over Voxer. And that can be fun too with your biz bestie. And just a plug too, we have a whole episode about um, finding your biz bestie if you need that. So you can go and check that out. You can also post on social media and you might choose to just per- post it on your personal page and just share it with your personal friends and family. Or if it's a big business win, then you need to be putting that on your business social media so that other people can see what you're doing and what you're accomplishing. It doesn't have to be bragging. It can actually be very motivating. And it can be encouraging to other business owners. Yes. Maybe people that are following you, that are a few steps behind you, that are a few steps ahead of you, whatever that looks like. Sometimes when you celebrate what you've been, people are like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I want to get to that point. How did she get that? You know, there's a lot of things around that 
you can be encouraging other people who are on the same business journey as you. Then you can do the typical rewards, you know, dinner out, doing a pedicure, buying a new purse, you know, those are always good and fun. I would encourage you that if you've only ever rewarded yourself with those things to try some of these other celebrations too, uh, because there's a lot of fun where you don't have to spend any money celebrating an accomplishment. And then one that we just talked about recently is having a rest day. That can be a celebration too. And I find that when I do these big tasks or new tasks, I remember when I spoke at my first summit, I was exhausted the next day and I needed to celebrate that summit speaking opportunity being over by just having a rest day and and taking the day to just chill and watch a movie and hang out um, because my body and my mind and my soul needed to recover. And this is something we struggle with a lot because sometimes we feel guilt about resting. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I can just plow right through things. Mm -hmm. Like I accomplish this. Great. What's next? What's next? What's next? Because I'm a very like goal-oriented person. I'm very motivated. I'm very like push, push, push all the time. And so sometimes I forget to celebrate these things and just stop and do it. And so these are these are great ways to do it. I'm sure there's a million more out there, but I think the, I think you hit these really well, Sarah. Celebrating can also mean, and I this is what I teach in my program, the Do the Right Work membership site, is setting up a weekly rhythm to celebrate. So it just becomes part of what you do every week in your business to do a check in, to see what you've accomplished, to see those new tasks that you're doing, to to check off the list of the big things that you're doing. If you need help getting those big things done, then listen to our last episode about power planning days so that you can get it done. But including this rhythm in your weekly rhythm of doing your business so that you can celebrate. I encourage my clients to keep an evidence list of what you've accomplished because that also is a way to celebrate when you think, I haven't done anything in my business this week. And then you look back and it's like, oh no, I did all of these things. Yes, I spent a little bit more time here. I got distracted here, but I still was working on my business. Having that evidence list can help you see that. And then I also encourage my clients when they're setting goals, um, which we should be doing in our business, to establish at the beginning, how am I going to celebrate when I hit that goal, to plan ahead for it. So then when you get there, it doesn't feel braggy. It doesn't feel like you're, you know, being selfish or putting the the spotlight on yourself because you already decided that's how I'm going to celebrate when I finish this. And taking that time after you finish to reflect on those achievements, having that all be part of a regular rhythm of what you do will make celebrating a lot easier and just a lot more fun. And we think of celebrating as like this big party or lots of money and all this stuff. And like, I, I love what you say that at the end of the week, you just look and see what you accomplished that week. That is a celebration. Like I moved my business forward this week yeah. and it didn't look exactly what I thought it was going to look like. I had a day last week that was really rough on me. I had some stuff that came, came up and it just was rough. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I have this business where I can drop everything if I mm-hmm. need to and be with my family. And to me, that was like a celebration that was really unexpected Yeah. of I can take care of my family. I can run and do this for my kid. I can be there when they're sick or whatever. And so sometimes it might not be that every goal, every task, it could just be that you sit in the gratitude of God has given me this great business where I have freedom. Yeah. Or I have money where I can do what I need to do or take care of my family. And so celebrating successes doesn't always necessarily have to be like a check mark of mm-hmm. like, I got this done. You know, it can yeah. just be as you're going throughout the process of like, Man, thank you, Lord, that I've that you've given me this wonderful thing that I can use to help others or 
to support my family or whatever that looks like. I, I think that I get really discouraged because I look at other people or I think about where I should be in my business. And I think that there's this big lie out there right now in online business that unless you're sitting on the beach, working from the beach all the time, mm. then you aren't being successful in your business. And the only way to have freedom is to you know be able to be working from the beach. And last week I had a moment like what you're talking about, Lisa, where my niece texted and was like, hey, can you talk? And I was like, you know what? I can. I could put everything aside. And we talked for like an hour and a half on the phone. And two years ago, when I was working in education as a school administrator, there's no way I could do that. I would be like, no, I'm at work. I can't, you know, just put my feet up and talk to you for an hour. I want to, but I can't do that. And I just had this moment after I was done having this great conversation with my niece. That's freedom. That's what I've wanted. I've wanted to be able to say, you want to chat on the phone? Heck yes, I can chat on the phone. And I can put everything else aside because people in my life are a bigger priority than my work. That is celebrating too of where is the freedom that I'm finding in my my business, in my life right now, not comparing to where other people are. It's so funny that we're talking about this. This is not in our show notes, guys. We've kind of got off a tangent. But literally this morning I wrote in my journal, what does success look like mm-hmm. for me? Because I think we get caught up in this, I I should be doing this. I should be making this amount of money. I should be sitting on a beach doing my work or whatever. And I got sat down and I was like, I I think I've hit it. Like I I am where I want to be. Do I want to be making more money? Yes. Do I want more clients? Yes. All these things. But I'm like, I can drop everything I need to and take care of my family. Mm-hmm. I can take a day off. I can start a podcast. Like all these things that God has brought to me. And I just sat in the gratefulness mm-hmm. this morning of like, thank you, Lord, that I am successful. And I need to keep that in mind when I get that imposter syndrome or when I get this, I should be at this place and I'm not there yet of just sitting in that moment of gratefulness and celebrating that's where I'm at. That's so good. And I think when we turn our hearts towards celebrating, God meets us there and says, I'm going to reveal to you all the things that you have and you've been given, not to like shame you or to make you feel badly, but to say, look, this life is good. There are really bad things that are happening. There are bad people out there. There's a lot of sin and evil. And there's so much good for us to see and so much freedom for us to celebrate, especially when we have our own online business that allows us to do that or just business in general. And God calls us to that. God calls us to that. I've just read through Joshua and how, you know, when they crossed the Jordan River, they put up the 12 stones mm-hmm. like and they still are there to this day because mm-hmm. God wanted to celebrate. I brought you into the promised mm-hmm. land and I want people for generations to see this. And so he calls us to celebrate. It is a biblical principle yes. that he wants us to celebrate and he wants us to look back and he wants other generations to see what's gone before them. And and that's an added benefit of celebrating. It's not just for us. It's like yep. I mentioned before with the ice cream on the soccer field. It helps other people to see that too. And ultimately, we are here on earth as Christians to point people to God. And one way we can do that is by celebrating his goodness. Our outpouring of celebration and excitement about things in our business, in our lives, spills over onto others. And I think there's other benefits too. One of them speaking in business in particular is when you celebrate your accomplishments well, it helps you stand out from your competition. When you celebrate, other people see you've had success in a way that your competitors have not. Lisa is a published photographer in a professional magazine that sets her apart from other photographers in the Denver metro area. 
And so you can, you're celebrating, it's not bragging, it's helping set you apart from your competitors. And think about how many people on their websites have, I've, as seen on this, as seen on the Today Show, as published in the New York Times, you know, because it gives you legitimacy and makes you look legit and it gives people trust in you. And so, yeah, showing up those things, having those things to show who you are and what you are is not braggy. It can be if you do it wrong, but you need to be able to, you know, show people that you are who you say you are. And that you've had these opportunities and you've been willing to take the risk to do them. Other benefits are when you show what you're doing in your business can lead to new opportunities. People go, oh, I want to work with her. Knowing she's been in a magazine, that's kind of important to me. So maybe she could help me get in a magazine. And so sharing those celebrations can lead to new opportunities and open new doors for you. And then I think what celebrating really, really does, and it's how we started this episode, is it builds momentum for you. When you look at where you've come from, those 22 miles that I walked, it helps you finish and get to the finish point that you're trying to get to. When you see how far you've come, you want to keep going. And that's the real power of celebrating. We would not be sitting here right now if, Sarah, you hadn't celebrated on Facebook. Back last yes. in, in March or, you know, February or March of 2022, when you were like, hey, I've started my coaching business. I'm really excited about it. It's a big deal. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing this? And if you want to hear more about that story, you can go back to our episode on Biz Besties. I think it's episode 15. Um, but yeah, if think about this. We would not have this podcast. You would not be listening to this podcast right now if Sarah hadn't been celebrating where she was at and what God has, what opportunities God had opened for her. We don't want to miss, miss out on those opportunities. And so as you start your week this week, think about why do you celebrate? What are you going to celebrate? How are you going to celebrate? And just know there are so many benefits from celebrating what you're doing in your business, what God is doing in your business. And we want to know what are you going to celebrate today? Share with us over on Instagram so we can rejoice and share in that celebration with you. And today we are celebrating Sarah and her birthday, and we are also celebrating that you are here with us. And we're so thankful for you, our podcast audience, our listeners. We are grateful that you are here. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you, and we hope you join us here again next week. Thanks for joining us for today's breakdown. If this episode has empowered you, please leave a review and share with a fellow CEO. Remember, you are the expert of your business, so break it down your way.